<laughs> hello, hello, everybody. What's going on? Young, Black, and Married here. What's going on? Hey, guys. Justin and Ariel, we are back at you again for another amazing episode. Super excited about this one. Yeah. The topic is all my single ladies. All my single ladies. Mm, <laughs> mm, mm. Y'all should see my dance to it. I do it pretty good. But um, before we get into all that, we just want to come to you all and let you know our why again and why we do this Young Black and Married podcast is to encourage strong marriages and relationships to entertain and educate or edutain, if you will. Yeah, guys, we're expecting you to be blessed, inspired, encouraged to keep, you know, advancing and moving in life. And we're doing the same. So, you know, we want to create a movement of healthy black marriages. Um, We're believers. So we definitely come from a biblical worldview with everything we talk about. Um, And today we're going to be talking about all my single ladies, just some tips and things that we've learned. Me as a single lady and Justin as a dude, obviously, Um, and just want to encourage you ladies that are living life yeah and you know this single basically means you're not married (laughs) so it ain't necessarily if even if you've been dating for three years or or 12 years you know you 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 single (laughs) actually so this you know this can range from people who was 14 years old all the way up to you know if you 60 and you're single single mom to three kid you know yeah. just single in general right um yeah and just speaking because you know nowadays things the world is just it's getting more and more interesting and i feel like you know the truth especially the biblical truth of the word of God is just becoming less and less ex quote unquote acceptable mm-hmm. so we want to definitely speak you know the truth and speak in favor of marriage. Um, so our wisdom word or word of wisdom is the man who finds a wife finds a treasure and he receives favor from the Lord. That's Proverbs eighteen twenty two, And that's pretty self-explanatory. And if you are a lady, it is talking about, you know, when your man finds you. Yeah. So we're going to roll. It is a true treasure. It yeah. is. Just think about it. Anytime you hear the word treasure, you're just thinking... You think like a, a, a chest full of gold and think about think about where your mind goes. Like if you were to find a chest full of gold and like jewelry, like you'd be like, wow, how valuable is this? Man, it it was, you know, it was a journey to get to this. And I got this finally. Now I can, you know, do X, Y and Z. And, you know, you know, that treasure makes your life better. Right. Yeah. So that went Oh, oh, a good wife makes your life better, like <laughs> tenfold. Yeah. And also, mm-hmm. I guess, you know, from that, you can kind of speak a little bit. We can speak to like worth of women and and oftentimes, you know, young women, even older women have gone through so many traumatic things in childhood, whether it's like abuse, molestation or, you know, relationships that have taken away your worth and value. But the reality of it is what God's word says is a man that finds a wife finds a treasure. And so we have to view ourselves as treasure. And I and I know it can be difficult, but we have to view ourselves as treasure. And we have to see ourselves from the viewpoint of God and learn to let go 
the negative mindsets that, you know, might have come from the past. And that is definitely a healing work. It's definitely um, something that, you know, if you're walking in singleness, you want to, you know, renew your mind to think of yourself in the way that God thinks of you. Um, Because that, you know, it's true. It says here, a man finds a wife is a treasure. So that woman that's going to be a wife, you are treasure. You're valuable both to God, which is the most important, but also to man, valuable in your character, your appearance, your sexuality. None of that should be treated any less than treasure. And in today's society, you got like Cardi B and all of this stuff, like, honestly, it's so much I can't even, like, look at it. But I get grieved when I see that because I'm like, man, our young girls that are going to be moms are consuming this stuff. Yeah, and it, they, ju- it doesn't elevate you to think of yourself as treasure. And they think that's womanhood and, no. and being a bad, a baddie or a bad bee, you know. They... They, they think that's womanhood and they see that as success because they see the Cardi B's and Meg Stallion, you know, with their success and, you know, how they talk about culture and being a strong woman. And it's it's, yeah. it's cancerous to, it to, 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 the, to the mindset of, of young girls growing yeah. up and young ladies growing up. So, yeah. So really moving the um, the point of like perspective, I really would love for us to elevate women that really do view themselves as treasure and really carry themselves in a respectable, honorable way. But that just ain't it. So if, you know, if you are one of those people that might be thinking like, okay, that's womanhood, right? This is something I want to attain to. It's not it. That's really fueled by lust and really everything opposite of what God says a woman actually should be. Um, And there's a lot of scriptures about women, like womanhood in the Bible, but we're going to hop into it in our first segment. Basically, we just talk about values, God, spirituality, everything. And the number one thing is we say the duty to mature spiritually and to know who you are in God is like number one as a single, as a married, no matter who you are, if you're four or if you're 60. Right. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because honestly... Age really means very little when it comes to maturity, maturity in Christ. Because, you know, I mean, I'm pretty sure, you know, you've come across them or maybe you are yourself. You know, there are some 40-year-olds who are painfully, painfully, dreadfully immature. They still act 16 and, you know, but there are some 20-year-olds that are very mature as well. Like, you know, they are, they are um, you know, they act like they, they're 40 um, because of their walk with Christ or, you know, you know, also on the flip side, because of, um, issues, um, deep rooted issues that they've, they've gotten dealt with, um, from the word of God. Um, and, and I, I really believe that's a, that's a, um, that's something that really doesn't resonate too well with people because literally your age People have to understand that your age does not mean that you're mature. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't. You know, a wise poet once said, um, he was talking about men, but it goes for women as well. He said, being a man has nothing to do with age. You can be a boy to the day you lay in your grave. Oh, wow. That's true. It's so true. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, you, you see it all the time. Yeah, Because it's like, I, I've seen, I've seen men 
who are like 50, 60, still thugging, still trying to chase women, chase young girls or whatever. Chase girls in a club, got a drink in a hand, cigarette, whatever, smoking weed, drunk all the time. And then I also see powerful men of God, 50, 60, you know, helping impact lives, you know, laboring with people being long suffering, you know, sharing the word of God, teaching, pastoring people, you know what I'm saying? It's like the, the the old men that you see in a club or the old women that you see in a club or, you know, they're, they're still a girl at heart. Yeah, they may be paying their bills and, you know, they, you know, they got some wrinkles in their skin, but um, age don't come with maturity. Yeah. You have to choose it. You have to seek God for yourself. So definitely, like, you know, if you're single, speaking to you, obviously, like, know who you are in God. Have that relationship with God. And when I say God, I mean through Jesus Christ, salvation. You know, Christ says, I'm the only way. So salvation and then walking out your um, soul salvation with fear and trembling. Like, you know, that part is so vital and it's the foundation for everything. Mm. So, yeah. um, and you know, I used to, people used to say that to me a lot and you kind of be like, man, but I know, but I know, but it's so true. Like as you are entering marriage, you need to have that foundation of Christ because who you, how you interact with your husband, how you build, how you grow, how you do everything, it, it, it comes from, it stems from that creator relationship the relationship you have with your creator so grow closer to god and also cultivate godly friendships during singleness that is a perfect time to have um accountability friendships but friendships that really are you know the same level or up you know people that challenge you people that hold you accountable really you know those quality friendships are super vital, super important for um, the single years, just because iron sharpens iron, like the word says, and there's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. And um, lots of times when you have good quality, godly friendships, that um, loneliness or need you might feel for having a intimate or romantic relationship, kind of is, you know, it's kind of dealt with because you feel community and you feel, you know, brotherly love, agape love or whatever. Um, I think it's actually phileo love. It's a brotherly love. But yeah. 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 And and, along with the cultivating godly friendships, you just you really need to examine your circle. Like think about your three closest friends, your three people that you talk to the most often. Examine them. Just step back and like see where they're going are they are they really um pursuing god are they are they you know trying to live right are they are they in the word or are they in the world you know um because your three to five closest friends and main people that you talk to a lot they are you know kind of reflection of where you're headed and what you're cultivating in your ear you know what i'm saying you want you want you want people who are Chasing after the same things that you are. Um, that's a part of the iron and sharpening iron. Absolutely. So um, before I was married, people used to encourage me, like, live your life. You know, you do you. And 
um, in a sense of like, don't rush it to the point that you're super young and you get married and you feel like, man, I didn't get to do this or do that. For me, I guess a blessing or just God's timing. Um, I had done a lot, you know, I got married at 23, but I really had done a lot. So I really didn't feel like I was missing out on anything. Um, I think people sometimes speak to you from their own wishes. Like they wish they didn't do something. So they'll give you the advice as if they're speaking to their younger self when God might have you at a completely different place. And or old school type things, yeah. you, know, you know, traditional type stuff. Right. So they're like, you know, don't rush into marriage. Don't. Meanwhile, I'm looking, I'm like, majority of women I'm seeing are like older and not married. And, you know, so it's just weird. But I digress. God will take you on whatever journey he's taking you on. So yeah, you know, it's good to get wisdom, but really it's good to have your ear pressed to God's heart. So you know, really what he has for you. And if you listen close enough to God, he might literally be like, girl, you're getting married next year. You might not know who it is. Like he will really speak to you. Um, and he will really guide you. So another thing is I would say have older, like trusted women that speak into your life. I know for me, I had, um, some women that were married and they really spoke into my life. They were, you know, I would, you know, eat dinner with them, see how they interact with their husbands. Um, I also had people who've been there. Yeah. Yep. And, um, I had that example also in my home for my family, but it's good to see marriages at work. It's good to see people interacting with husbands. It's good to see people raising children. So if you can't put yourself around, if marriage is something you're, you know, striving Healthy, for. Christ-centered. Yeah. Right. Put yourself around them. If they're at your church, like, go talk to them. Just, you know, ask them questions or, you know, watch them or, you know. We all, if you don't know them, you can find, you can find some like couples. You probably are thinking of them right now. Like, oh yeah, they're super cool. Like I really look up to them. Maybe go ask them like, hey, can I come to your house for dinner? Sometimes they always cooking, you know, I'll bring a side. (laughs) Um, Just think of ways or, hey, I can babysit the kids. If, you know, think of how you can serve, but putting yourself around that will really help you, especially if you didn't have many marriage examples growing up. Right. Right. So true. And yeah, um, marriage is, you know, it, sometimes you are burning with that passion, you know, or you've had, you know, issues with um, sex, sex before marriage. But just just know that marriage means a lot more than being booed up and having sex. Um, you know, that. Whatever, whatever, five minutes to an hour uh, out of your 24 hours, um, you have a lot more. You have a lot more going on um, in marriage than, than than just that. Which is, I mean, sex in marriage is, is an amazing thing, and you know, it's however much and however often you want to do it, but between you and your spouse, but that's that's not that's not the focal point. That shouldn't be the driving factor for you to get married. That is just an amazing um, pro of being married. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, and all of this is, you know, there are definitely single ladies that might be listening to this. And, you know, they were like, I don't want to get married. I don't ever want to get married. And if that's what you're feeling, that's completely fine as well. You know, Um also knowing that God, you know, has his say and he might say something at 40 or at 50 or, you know. I also would 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 be 
um, interested to know why some women say that though are they yeah. saying it from past hurts like mm. or did they you know did their father lead them when they were younger like why are you like that towards right. marriage is it because you truly don't have a desire or was mm-hmm. there some kind of hurt there were you in a 12 year relationship and you never got proposed to or yeah. something like that like what was it so yeah and then I mean there are definitely those that God speaks to and it's like hey you're not going to be married you're married to me and it's like I know there are those um, type of relationships Jesus when married you know he had a very specific purpose um, and he did his purpose and he dipped but you know we're obviously not Jesus but (laughs) right Um, the majority of people will desire marriage the majority so I guess we're speaking kind of from that majority but if you are in that minority where you're like I don't desire that what you listen to Young Black and Married for? No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Everyone's welcome. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So the second thing that um, we were going to say quickly is have have your standards as a single woman. I know sometimes it can be frustrating if you've been waiting for a while and you want to drop standards to kind of get this ball rolling faster. Um, I know I had been guilty of that in the past. Like, up, oh, drop this standard because I, I don't want to wait or I'm I'm ready to rush something. I know the but standards you better not drop. What's that? Uh, don't be unequally yoked spiritually. Yeah. And I'm not just talking about, oh, well, he's not a believer or, oh, he's a Muslim and I'm a believer. Like, I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about, as well, I'm talking about you can't be like this mature woman of God and... Uh, you know, your man just got saved last Tuesday. You know, that's that's a whole nother thing. Let some fruit grow on that tree first, maybe. Maybe watch it for a minute. Right. (laughs) To see if it stays. But yeah, absolutely. The equally equally yoked thing is kind of one of the worst things to see play out because when you love God and you're a believer, you know, if you're in that infatuation or that like phase of the relationship when it's just like, oh my God, I love this person so much. You can kind of put to the side some of the most important things. And I'm telling you, faith is so important. Blinders. And you enter that relationship and this man's faith is not there and they're not following God and they don't want to read the Bible. They don't want to pray. They don't want to go to church. They ain't talking to the kids about Christ. And you try and talk to your kids about, you know, keeping their virginity and they having these, you know, like different thoughts. And it it just it seeps into every area. We've seen it. We've yeah. seen it. We've we we've we've seen it very close. And it's painful. And it's painful. And this that I mean, because that unequally yoking is is not just affecting you, you know. It's affecting your offspring, you know, and your children's children. Believe it or not, like you got to think about this thing far ahead in the future, g- generationally, and and you know, and just the overall outlook of your life. And because, when you when you link up with a man, you are coming under his umbrella you're coming under his lineage you're you know your kids are going to have to deal with some things from you but also things from them especially if they are not spiritually watchful to you know cancel things and break things so it's it's so important it's so important um to have equal and when we say equally yoke we mean you you walk with christ they walk with christ um not you walk with christ and they they're Hindu or you walk with Christ and they're this, they're that. I feel like the only time that really works is if you really aren't on fire for God. If you it works if both of y'all are just like lukewarm. 
But if you really are on fire for God, that's that's a painful thing to handle. And then it's like, well, I want to leave or I want to do this. And, you know, the Bible talks pretty clearly about, you know, how to live with an unbelieving spouse. Um, so that's something that can be avoided. So as a single person, have your standards. That would definitely be at the top of my list. Mm-hmm. Like you're a believer. You're a proven believer. Right. Um, yeah. So like if you don't want kids, um, if you don't want a divorce spouse or um, just have your standards, have your non-negotiables so that when people come, it's just easy because you're like, no. You got five kids. I really, I would rather marry someone without kids. That's your choice. Right. But then it's, you're not entertaining things that would never work out anyway. Right. That's, and that's, that's not, that's not a bad thing. Like, like don't feel bad for that. Like, but you shouldn't be nitpicky down to the point where it's like, (laughs) oh, well they gotta be six, three. Yeah. Making 400 K a year or they gotta be NBA player. (laughs) You know, it's like, come on. Like, I, I feel like so many women um, miss out on great men because of, yeah. you know, like their, their, what their cookie cutter, um, they want their cookie cutter to be. Right. And then also sometimes they end up with the wrong man because they fit more of their cookie cutter of like what their ideal thing is. Because, But, you know, they're kind of like the tin man, mm. uh, you know, on the inside, so... I would would definitely have your standards. Let those be like, these are the hard, these are the firm standards I'm sticking to. And, you know, it just makes the process easier as, you know, suitors come. It's just clear and it's it's a little bit easier. Also, listen, the Holy Ghost has the authority to throw a monkey wrench in anything. You might say, hey, I don't want kids, but the Lord might send you someone and this is who he sent for you. And they got, you know, three kids, right. but he will make that known to you. That's why the number one thing is have that relationship with Christ, have that relationship with God, know, know your father so that when he's leading you, even if it might be against what you thought, cause that happens sometimes. It does. You know, your father, which is the first and most foundational relationship. So you can flow with it and you can work with it. Um, yeah. So I'm telling you that that relationship with Christ weaves through everything. He, you know, he's got complete veto power. Um, but yeah, that's our first segment. Hope that was encouraging to you, single ladies and any, everyone else that's listening. Um, we'll be back with our next segment. Yeah, be right back. Yeah. Fake hair, fake nails, fake pearls. Call herself a Barbie, wanna be a fake girl. She can't even see, she's Stevie Wonder at nighttime. Too busy trying to get the red bottoms the right size. Tell her that you love her and she gon' call you a lie. Whatever, you don't really love me, you just gon' give me the lie. On her back, but the fact is she deal with fools. They see women as garden tools, never treated a cool. She's sick of suckers and brothers always making a sick. So she gave up on them, now she just attracted the chicks. But she never seen a man when his soul is clean. He fighting to be whatever God that made him to be. Don't wanna manipulate. Hey, 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 I'm Black and Mary. We're back at you again with the next segment, the wisdom word. Plan succeed through good counsel. Don't go to war without wise advice. Proverbs 20, 18, NLT. Yes. 
that that I mean that I, that really just kind of throws us right into this segment because it kind of builds on what we talked about already about having those relationships, having those older people that you know, those older women you trust and know. Um, because you can really just ask those around you, hey, like, what do you think? What do you think of my character at this moment? You know, how do you think I'm ready to be married? Ultimately, Christ is the judge of that. But like, what things can I work on? And, you know, that woman might say, hey, you know, I've been walking with you and I kind of, you know, you might have a rebellious streak or you and be willing and able to hear that from them. Kind of like that. Humble yourself. Yeah. That iron sharpening iron or like, honey, you kind of lazy. You might need to work on your this or you might need to work on hygiene or, you know, just, hey. So those relationships are so important. But that is very key to take that in. But also, you know, there is a balance Mm -hmm. because you're not going to be perfect in your marriage, especially when you first get married. Mm -hmm. Like there's a balance to it. But you just don't want to be outlandishly immature in certain areas and people that um, uh, your wise counsel and people around you who can unbiasedly speak into your life Mm -hmm. um, can give you that. Um. Yeah. People you tr- you know that you've built your relationships with and you trust. You you kind of have your team, but they're not always right. For example, <laughs> there was kind of a close person on my team that kind of felt like I wasn't ready to be married when I did get married, but I was, and I just kind of had to beg the differ. So you know, I was getting green lights from a lot of places, except this one area. And at the end of the day, it was like, you know what? I've got to decide with me and God because that foundation relationship with God overrides whatever counsel I might get. So, you know, when you walk with God, you know when he's talking to you and you know when he's saying something. So if someone else tells you something else, even if they're close to you, you can be like, nah, I'm good. It reminds me of that. Um, you got to have that discernment, though. Yeah. You definitely have to have that discernment. You do. Um, there was a... A Bible story where this prophet, you know, God told him, go do this. Don't change even if someone tells you to change. And he, the prophet's going to do what God told him to do. And then another prophet came and said, hey, God changed his mind. Come here. And so he changed and he ended up getting killed because God had told him what to do. And so he saw it was a prophet and he trusted him. And he's like, well, hey, you know. I trust this prophet, but it's like, no, what did God tell you to do? Mm-hmm. So you've got to know. And again, it comes back to having that relationship with, with Christ yourself. You got to know what's for you and, and what's not for you. But also wise counsel is, is super important. And a, a, a spouse is a very big decision. And it makes me think of like the people or the girls that date. And again, you might be dating and that's still single. Like you're dating this person and people are telling you it's a terrible idea. Not just people, but people close to you. People that you know love you. And the majority of them are telling you that dude's trash. Mm-hmm. You need to look and think about this verse. Plan succeed through good counsel. Don't go to war without a wise advice. And I would really take that to prayer. I wouldn't take that lightly. No. At all. No. Don't take that lightly, ladies. Um, because I've seen so many stories, you know, I'd be watching those like snapped and (laughs) 
Dateline 2020 presents, you know? And so many times the people on those stories talking about, you know, the spouse killed their wife or this or that, they're like, we didn't like him. Like, we warned her. We tried to tell her. And a lot of it sometimes goes to that cookie cutter, like I was telling you, like, oh, he got to be like this, he got to be like that. Or, you know, the woman or, or man can be in this infatuation stage and they, you know... They're so focused on this, you know, lovey-dovey infatuation stage. They can't see any red lights, right? They can't see anything. They got these blinders on. They can't see what's around them. Yeah. You know, um, some I've always, I've always said, Ariel can t- attest to this. If, if a bunch of people are telling you one thing about you, it, it's either one or two things. Either, <laughs> either they're totally right and you need to listen to them and you need to humble yourself and just eat it like because sometimes you know you can be so puffed up with pride and you're like man why everybody saying this about me no you need to either humble yourself and eat it or worst case scenario you're in a scary movie and everybody's trying to kill you Seriously, mm-hmm. it's either or. It's either so you or. Have really toxic people in your life. That exactly, <laughs> which is like trying to kill you. And it's like, seriously, you like if if eight people are telling you the same exact thing, you really need to step back. Like, hold on, let me examine this. Either I'm being a dodo and I'm not listening to them, or none of these people are good people and they just don't want me to succeed or they trying to harm me coming back to Jesus <laughs> like if you are not walking with God yeah it's so easy to be in confusion it's so easy to be you might be wrapped up in a soul tie you might be this this person might be doing some witchcraft or have some type of hold over you yeah and it's it, it, it gets really deep especially if you're having sexual relationships with um, men, um, it gets really messy. It blinds you in a heartbeat. It blinds you and you get wrapped up. You get wrapped up and you've yoked up with someone and essentially you've physically entered, like, physically you've entered a marriage in a sense. It's not covenant, but mm-hmm. it's this um, this thing we that's not good. So, yeah. I mean, it goes back to Christ. And I really know there's some people listening that they do not have their right. They do not have their life together with Christ. Like you're not walking with Christ how you should and you really want to be married. But I'm telling you, it is and will be so much better for you to push into God, open your Bible, link up with a great church and grow in Christ and grow in maturity and character get deliverance and freedom and healing it's like the veils will be taken from your eyes so you can see clearly because you might be attracted to certain men that are a certain way but that's because you are skewed from wounds um false worldview cardi b music um drake you know what i'm saying you you got so much going on in your mind you you are attracted to this type of person that honestly would be a terrible spouse so you really need to renew your mind in the word so it's kind of like you know if this doesn't pass go back to the first one if you you know um go back to christ go back to the foundation um yeah absolutely so yeah so 
You got people, you got a dad. I didn't even bring that up. You got a dad, mm. you got brothers. You know, even if your father, excuse me, does not walk with Christ, there is still a spiritual um, wisdom and authority that they have that they can lend you in a spouse. Like my father wasn't living when I was dating, but if you have a father, stepfather, father figure, talk to them. Pastor. Yeah, talk to them. Introduce them to your guy. You know, people, you don't want to do this hiding thing, y'all. You don't want this to be some decision you make in the dark by yourself. Like, no. No, no. You don't. Bring it to the light. And oftentimes we're in the dark because we're doing things we shouldn't be doing. Come on, fess up. The body of Christ (laughs) needs each other. I mean, people people are living it now. People are seeing it now. People are experiencing it now. Because, you know, a lot of of believers, quote unquote, are not going to church right now. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody's sitting at home on Sundays on the couch. You know, you claim you turn on your Facebook service or your YouTube service. But you're really just in your underwear, you know, halfway eating Cheetos and halfway listening while you're scrolling through Facebook and cleaning up stuff and eating breakfast. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 not being in community. You 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 need community. The body of Christ needs community. You need like minded believers. You need counsel. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Talk to your talk to your talk to those men in your life. Um, and even if they're not godly men, you can kind of filter through what they're saying. What are they? Why did they say some about him don't feel right? I brought someone by my um, brothers because my father wasn't living and he was just like, she just didn't feel right. And I wasn't attached to the person. Right. I think sometimes when we're so attached, we're not willing to hear what people say because we're already attached. So I wasn't attached. And that's a great time to um, get opinions when you're not attached um, and he's like, I'm, I'm not feeling it. And ultimately, when your spirit, the spirit of God in you is like checking it and the people in your life are checking it, it's, it's so much easier to make these decisions because you're like, something in me wasn't feeling it. And they agree, you know, it's like this agreement and you're like, okay, I'm not even going to move forward with this. Right. Um, right. So I also, we have here three things to do when a guy approaches you. Yeah. If you're a single lady. Single ladies, yeah, just, well, well, above all, <laughs> make sure, he, make sure he is a born again believer. That is, my goodness, that is, you think that's a no brainer, but. Are you washed in the blood? <laughs> make sure. You're not washed in the blood the of spirit, the lamb. See the fruit, whatever. Just, yeah. I know one thing I did with my. With Justin, well, I had known him for some years, but I also was like watching, mm-hmm. like what, and listening to what people said about him, looking at what he did, how he carried himself, because you know it's easy to fake and fudge. I can fake and fudge. I'm a Christian, so I can get to this girl. If that's who what she wants. I can fake this thing. Oh yeah, brothers do it. But if you watch, they do it, and ask questions. You know who's. Who, what men are pouring into this person, meaning what men are speaking into his life. Because if all he got is Boo Boo the Fool and um, what's that guy's name with the clock? 
Uh, Chocolate Man, Dark Skin, oh, Flavor Flavor, Flavor Boo Boo the Fool are his main counselors. I don't know how deep this brother's gonna be, or you know what I'm saying? Or if he don't got none. <laughs> or if it's just nothing and he's on an island, it's like, ugh. Uh, that ain't it. <laughs> who your folk? What they like when people say, who who you can't, who your folk, who your can't folk, who, what people you come from? Well, what set you playing? <laughs> yeah, like, where are you coming from? Right. All these things, kind of old school, but like, it doesn't have to be family, but really, where are you coming from? Where's right. your spiritual background? Where right. are your roots? What's your conversion story? You know? Yeah. All of that's awesome to know. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Pray. That I mean, that's absolutely amazing. Pray. <laughs> um, seek counsel. You know, if you do, you know, talk to this person or, or go out, you know, I'm going to go to dinner or we're going to talk or whatever. Interview them. Like, get to know them. Know you and listen to what they're saying. And if they're not passing the test... Fail them on the first test and right. keep it moving. <laughs> right. Yeah, like, especially if they're not meeting the, the non-negotiables. It's like, just because they look good or he, you think he fine or you think she fine, like, like hey, all this fineness going to wear off anyhow. And the fineness don't, you, you don't want that fineness to, to transform into a, a, a miserable marriage mm. because, you know, Somebody being so fine ain't going to equate to a healthy, you know, prosperous marriage. So, yeah, you want to assess, like, really inspect this person. You know, I that thing of like falling in love. It's the second most important decision of your life outside of um, accepting Christ um, into your heart. Like, you're, who you marry? Yeah. It's like it's it's that important. And you only get one life. Yeah. You only get this one life. And I really I really hope there are some like young kids, like even teenagers listening to this. And even if you have teenagers, like if you got a young girl, like I really I really it would be great to have these ideas floating within a young person because I think sometimes this subject is just so not talked about or not discussed or you know, you just look up and she got a boyfriend and she hiding it. No, like I know we we don't have teenagers. We haven't walked through that path, but you really want to try to set your kids up and set your people up for success and really teaching them about family and teaching them the, the intention and the purpose of relationships and marriage is just really important and really helpful. Ultimately, you know, once people are grown, they're going to do what they choose to do. Um, but I really I don't know. I just really think about that young girl that might be getting exposed to like relationship stuff for the first time because you see it all over the tv you see people shacking you see people sleeping together you see loving hip-hop you see um people just having babies with people at least cardi b is married but you know you see um, people just having babies with people and never marrying them being engaged for 50 years but yeah, that's the new norm. Like it is. the new norm, uh, especially you know in the world and on TV, people are like, you know, we've been, we've been boyfriend and girlfriend for five years. You know, I think it's really time for us to have a kid together. And then you know, you know, the question gets thrown in there: What about marriage? Whoa, hold on. That's you know, we gotta, 
Well, you know, we've been living together for five years and we about to have this kid, but hold on now, marriage, that's mm-hmm. another step. Like, what? Like, whoa, what? Yeah. how did that get flipped on his head like that? Like, how did, you the know, kid. this this order get, like, all twisted and messed up? Like, wow. I'll, I'll create an eternal life with you, but I won't commit to you, but I'll bring this person. But committing is way bigger. It's way more, you know, like, oh. Right. So, yeah, don't whatever, you know, don't keep it a secret. Always have those who know what, what you're doing because it creates that accountability and um, set boundaries. Um, we're going to have I'm going to have also a few blog posts talking about this subject, but we're also going to talk more about singleness because in this episode, we really didn't deal with sex. And that's a big topic um, that a lot of people are trapped in. And, you know, we've dealt with that, too, in our past. So we want to give, you know, a tips and advice the culture really doesn't set us up for success when it comes to purity and holiness, mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to biblical um, standards, but it's absolutely possible. It's absolutely possible. Right. So set boundaries and have people in your business when it comes to um, what you're doing, where you're going. How, like, what what is this? Uh, Netflix and chilling. You know, why are you next Netflix and chilling? Like, who is this dude? Or, you know. Right. So if you are not ready for marriage and he isn't either, there is no point in entering a relationship. I truly feel this way. Um, this type of relationship is a breeding ground for sexual temptation and hurt. That's kind of a tough, it's a tough one, but that's kind of where we fall with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you, you know, if you are calling yourself a believer, a Christian, follower of Christ, um, you should not, you should not be entering a dating relationship just to be entering a dating relationship anyhow. Mm. You should be dating to, to get to marriage because, Got a purpose. you know, once y'all pass this interview phase of like, okay, they check all the boxes here, non-negotiables, all right, yada, 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 okay. Yeah, I can definitely see myself marrying him. Not saying you have to fall in love within the first two months. 30 days. Yeah, but it's like, okay, they pass on these boxes. They check all these boxes. I can see myself being married to this person a year or two from now or whatever. So, um, yeah, it's kind of like you. I'm just about to start college. Uh, she's in high school. She senior year. Um, I know I want to go four years of college before I even um, get married. And I know I want to have a doctorate and do this and do that. I would really press into God about should you even enter this relationship? Because lots of times when you enter relationships, the heat gets turned up. It's biology, y'all. This is biology. You have the youngest, most hormonally charged people entering relationships and everyone's surprised when people are having sex and having kids out of wedlock. I'm like, why are we surprised? These people are literally have the most energy, have the most time well, on them. Well, <laughs> not, on, not only that, they're, I mean, the whole culture is pushing it on them yeah. and they're making it a norm. The music, the movies, television, yeah. it's all being pushed in your face and pushed in your face like, hey, this is normal. It's okay. Have sex. 
You know, if you want to go crazy, have unprotected sex. Mm-mm. You know, that's that's the norm. That's that's what the culture is pushing. Yeah. Along with your biology, your your hormones are raging or whatever. People are looking good, yada, yada, yada. I mean, but all that is supposed to be confined in a, uh, um, the marriage bed anyhow. Mm-hmm. But it, it just doesn't make it uh, any easier on young people today. Yeah, so I mean, people today, talking really. to a young young ladies and young men, if you're listening, or old ladies or old men or people, you know, maybe you all the single people, everyone. Hey, purity is important. It's important to God. It's important to yourself. It saves you from so much. And I really, I, I really don't think you'll regret having lived a pure life. You know what I'm saying? Nope, you're sure And you'll save yourself a lot. <laughs> that's treasure. And at the top of it, it's 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 God's standard. And that's the end of it, which is so, you know, it's kind of tough, but God's word as believers, that's the standard. And you fall if you know, you fall short, hey, repent, get it corrected, and keep moving. And um in later episodes, I guess we want to talk about you know, you know, if you have fallen, like ways and strategies to deal with um, sexual purity and how to stay pure. Um, yeah. Practical tips. So. Right. But yeah, that's that's all we got. Yeah, that's all we got for the single we, ladies. We hope you enjoyed that. Please, 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 we want to hear from you. Yeah. Um, hit us up on our Facebook, our Instagram, Twitter. Um, YouTube is coming soon. YBM901, Young, Black, and Married. Give us a review. Tell us what you think. Hey, send us an email. If you got any idea or remarks or questions, send us an email, YBM901 at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. We love hearing from you. We love hearing, you know, hey, we like this part of the episode. Well, send us send us a message. Send us a comment. Mm-hmm. We love we love hearing from you all. Yeah, check out our, our website, um, youngblackandmarried.org, and our Facebook group. Young Black and Married, our Instagram, Young Black and Married. We'd love to see you guys. We we post on those um, places. And um, yeah, we'll see y'all in, in the next episode. Yes, yes. Thank mm. y'all. Thank you so much for listening. All right. We will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.